Previously on Splinters of a Broken Sun All secrets have been revealed The dastardly plans and machinations of the people on the sun have taken their toll on our heroes and the world in which they live Soon it will be time for a reckoning But first the remnants of the church amass and plan their assault on the hub. Our heroes have only one choice. Defend their home so that they can save the future. Welcome to the end. Welcome back to the season finale of Splinters of a Broken Sun. We're getting ready for a siege, which is a familiar position for some of our players, but uh, maybe not so much for others. The last time we had a siege was, of course, back at Mandukai's Oasis, out in the wasteland outside of Sector 3. Today, however, the Church has sent an invading force, or at least some factions of the church. It's difficult to say who exactly is in charge here because, well, Denton Yang took out the church's top leadership. So presumably this is governors, high-level notaries in different cities, scrambling to work together somehow, probably using the semaphore system to keep in touch that spreads across the uh, domain. But it's difficult to say exactly who's in charge of this army, but there are dozens of flying auditors carrying platforms loaded down with infantry, scouts, cavalry, and siege weaponry. The Unchained Hub's avatar stands astride the hub itself, which is in the midst of undulating and rippling and sending out jagged shapes as Emran struggles to take control of the SGM hull of it to act as a defensive measure. It has been... A few days, maybe even a week, since we ended the last episode, you can still see the auditors approaching, or at least Hub can, using their sensor suite. They land every once in a while to refuel, rest, or something or other, and then they come back and head back towards the Hub again. So you have had time to continue your preparations. Today, I am joined by an intrepid group of adventurers who are planning to defend the Hub, and then perhaps uh, do something about the sun up there, which, as we learned, is an orbital weapons platform, host to some of the worst people, uh, maybe in the galaxy? Hard to say. Did you say galaxy, universe, solar system? At least. At least the solar system. Yeah. They're bad. They're awful, awful people. At least the ones at the top and everyone else on there is, to some degree or other, complicit. Okay, what we want to look at now is introducing these people whom I forgot to introduce in the midst of my introduction. So today we are joined by Michael Blood. Hi everyone, I go by Good Sir Blood on Twitter, and on the podcast I play Emran Pak, who will be turning the hub into an Akira's monstrosity. Can't wait. You're also joined by Velvet. Hi everyone, I'm Velvet. I play Maeve Sentis, your new overlord. It's quite the transformation she's gone through. And speaking of transformations, our resident hat maker and healer boy, as in he is healing, Zonin Chan, played by Jason, who will introduce himself properly now. Hi, my name is Jason. Welcome, one and all. 
and I play Zonin Chan on this podcast, and also sometimes on my free time, but that's my business and not yours. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Singing Chemist, and also right behind you. I don't know if I've used that one before, but you might check have. right now. Mm-hmm. This time I meant it. <laughs> he wasn't in my closet. Yeah, he wasn't on my wall. He might he be on my bed. I haven't checked. Wasn't in my guest bed, no. Yet. And we're also joined by Keekers. Hi, my darlings. Oh, I'm tr- I've am i been trying this out the last couple episodes anyway. I'm Keekers. I am also known as Bee's Base Cat on several different types of social media out there. I play Keva Jarma, and uh, I'm gonna be rolling a bunch of rapport again today, like the last time we had a fight. All right, and we are joined by Trudy. Hi, I'm Trudy. You can find me on Twitter as Alphabetical. I play Zora Jackson, who's just had her life turned upside down by a series of huge revelations that have changed her entire worldview. So, obviously, she's very excited to be smashing things right now. We had a real bean freak going on there. (laughs) Okay, so while we were taking a break there, and... To the viewers at home, I do hope that you will forgive any lapses that we may have because we have been recording for five hours now, <laughs> and uh, we're just doing our best in the finale. Live alert, awake, enthusiastic. <laughs> this is like my third cup of tea today. Nice. Uh, so while you were preparing and leveling up and all that, I did a series of roles for the different NPCs who were off doing different tasks to see how they succeeded. We're going to, in the finale here, resolve most things with one roll. So make sure that you have those fate points ready. Everybody should have three to four, because I gave you all an extra one at the end of the last session. You did? You gave us an extra fate point? I guess you weren't on mic at the time, but yes, please add one fate <laughs> point. You should have four, kickers. So, the results of these roles. Den uh, took the transit system with Lean back to his stronghold, City 3, and with his will roll of uh, Fantastic, was able to sway the forces of that sector to his side, and he has been moving them towards the hub trying to move as many of them through the transit system as he can, but without access to the DNA markers or the um, nanites that would allow him to do that. Some of them are having to go overland or with the flying auditor suits they've been able to pilfer. So there are reinforcements coming to help you, an entire sector's worth. That also means, don't get too excited, this also means that Denton has solidified his position as one of the six heads, six most powerful people in Gov's domain right now. So Den has an extraordinary amount of influence. Sector 3 is the third most prosperous and powerful sector in Gov's domain, and that means Den is now essentially the undisputed master of all of those resources. And undisputed heavyweight champion, don't forget. Of course. After that bout with uh, Zonin in the desert, who could who could forget? <laughs> Oh, sorry. I said heavyweight. I meant welterweight. <laughs> okay. Like <Light> featherweight. <laughs> Bubble weight. 
Uh, Mandukai returned to Exile's End along with Karis, Constance, the other adults, and the children, and attempted to rally the XCOM to come up to Hub for to defend and fight against the church. She had mixed success with that. She was able to bring back some of the still people who are healthy enough to fight from the rebel, and she brought back a group of people from a faction of the XCOM that four out of five of you haven't met yet, and Zora will probably super hate to see them here because you ran into them before. I think I know who they are. I think you do, and I don't think you like them. Not much, no. What was their name? I remember them. I remember that they had some powers. They do. And they've brought some of their supporters with them as well. They were the ones who were doing something mysterious with that caustic explosive substance uh, in the rivers. Yeah, under... they're probably not my biggest fan. I'm sure it's mutual. <laughs> All right. Uh, Lean was able to procure a little bit of support from local XCOM communities in Sector 3, but not a whole lot. You got maybe a dozen people from the XCOM factions there coming to support you. Uh, Karis attempted to support Mandukai in stirring up people at Exile's End, but Karis was not able to turn any hearts or minds, unfortunately. Uh, Den did procure one thing, which has, at the beginning of this session, just popped up in the arrivals area at the hub, and we will join Zonin there, newly released from the medical center. As you see this crate rising up out of the ground in the arrival section at Hub. Oh, finally, weeks later, it's time for my unboxing episode. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's why it's in a crate. I want to give you time to shine and cross promote your unboxing channel on YouTube or whatever. Yeah, thank you. Um, My channel is um, Unboxable. Mm-hmm. And it is where I open things that people believed would never be able to be opened. Right. And, um, you know, like, like real big gripping stuff that you should like and subscribe, like a perfect sphere with no edges, right? Like I can, you, how do you open that? I found a way. Mm-hmm. The Ark of the Covenant survived and I opened it. So um, let's go into the next episode, which is me opening this crate while playing a TTRPG. Okay. If I put in the code Matt Damon, do I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You go to audible.com slash Matt Damon to get 20% off your first month. My AI, my AI and me. <laughs> this month, I suggest you listen to an audiobook version of Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? Or The Martian. So you are, after all, the heavyweight unboxing champion of the world. At least. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Undisputed. No Undisputed. one else wants the title. No one has attempted. Uh, so Zonin, you, I guess, grab a crowbar and pry open this big crate. And inside you find, minus a helmet, a full suit of auditor armor in pristine condition. Nice. Now, I mean, I've got some arms. Mm-hmm. Looking at my current arms and looking at the arms of this suit, I want the suit arms. The suit arms appear to be newer. This looks like it is a newer model of Auditor. Well, for congruence sake, then, I'll uh, 
I'm going to have to just, I'll take off um, my current gauntlets, put them down. And then uh, I'll ask Matt Damon, like, hey, buddy, um, I got some friends for you. Oh, boy, I can't wait. Uh, also, brace yourself. And roll your physique, please. Oh, gosh. Yeah, this has gone a bit of a time squeeze. Yeah, the suit takes control of Zonin's body. <laughs> this isn't a Five Nights at Freddy's situation. I wouldn't Spring know. Trap. <laughs> oh, no. No. Wait. But Not what if... No. Oh, gosh. No, it is. Oh, goodness. It is. You got spooked. You Stop got spooked. Roll physique. Oh. That's oh below God. a terrible. You got it. That's dreadful. That is the worst roll. Negative three. For the viewers at home, the Fate core rulebook does not even have a descriptor for a roll this bad. That's how bad it is. We shall dub it Zonin. Yes. (laughs) Zero Zonin. You step into, well, the auditor suit, when you pull it out, it sort of stands up. And you see Matt Damon extends a cable into it, and it opens up like it unfolds. Like, it makes that noise. I'm sorry, which, which noise? It goes, and then okay. you turn around and you sort of, uh, you back up into it as if you were, uh, you know, dancing. And then it goes, and all of the parts of it close around you, the chest last, and you feel like you've just been stabbed 105 times with tiny daggers. Uh, because you have just been stabbed 105 times with tiny daggers as each element of the auditor's outfit, the armor, injects you with the control serum and connects into your nervous system. You may recall Karis warned you about this. Uh, the pain is to Zonin unbearable and you pass out. Fortunately, the suit remains standing, so it's just an auditor suit standing in the hub's entranceway with the sort of scuffed older looking Matt Damon helmet on. Is it still a bubble now? Um, no, no, it's a, it's a normal cool helmet, but it's got a little hole in the front for my mouth and I throw up. Okay. Matt Damon anticipated that you might need that. Um, so, so Zonin, how did the, uh, how the siege go for you? You seem pretty much unscathed in that new armor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Zonin stands cool and defiantly. Wait, does this have a cape on it? Do you want no it capes. To? Yeah. No, it's no, got no. a cape. And then when, when I'm asked the question, I don't move because I'm unconscious, but the cape kind of flutters. <laughs> Emran taking a break from your attempts to control Hub's skin. <laughs> hey, how's it going, Zonin? It's like, Zonin, you don't look so good. You're covered in vomit again. <laughs> No, I would never take a break. I'm going to I'm going to do it until I can form a horrific geo dude. So, uh Zonin, what colors are this auditor's suit painted in? What have they been repainted into? Oh, that's a great question because they're normally that blue and orange, right? Yeah. See into this is a blue and orange. Anyone have a color wheel? You can pull one <laughs> up, I'm sure. The opposite of blue might be orange. Orange, yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's yeah. go. Like actually... you could Zed go. Okay, okay. And... So I'm gonna pick yeah, two other. Orange. Oh my gosh! Hold on. Um, how do the months work? Work again? 
in this world? Yeah, you're asking me for some deep lore I cannot remember right now. That would be the deepest lore. I think it's clock-based, so there's 12 months still. Uh, no, 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 sorry. It's sector-based, so there are seven months in a year, oh, I th- think. Darn. The other, there's no Christmas sector? I mean, well, the, one of the opposite <laughs> pairs is actually red and green. Yeah, I know. that. I wanted to go full Christmas. Uh, nothing's stopping you from doing that. Christmas joy for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Making Christmas. Making Christmas. Oh man, this is a question you should have asked me days ago because I don't even know. I'm going to go with green. Yep. And mm-hmm. slightly less green. No, I'll go green and red. I'm going green and red. Green, uh, and green red. with red accents. Like okay. um, that one type of chaos marine. The corn, no, corn berserkers were red. But if anyone's played, uh, yeah, oh, um, you're going for Warhammer. Papa Nurgles, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. What All are right. called? Uh, so you've Plague got uh, green and red, and Matt Damon shifts his coloration to match, and the seven-pointed star that is normally the symbol on the front of the helmet that roves around and is the eye of the auditor the camera transforms from that into the symbol of your XCOM faction the broken sun uh and seeing that you're unconscious matt damon sighs uh, i kind of figured this would happen and takes control of the armor and walks you into the hub wearing the armor weekend at zonins weekend at zonins (laughs) (laughs) i look forward to you RPing me, watching you RP between <laughs> two other NPCs. Can't wait. Okay, Emran, let's try your will one more time to see how you do in these final weeks, or days rather, as you are standing in the core of Hub, attempting to find some way to harness all that SGM. Okay, time to make. I've had nosebleeds before, but now it's time to make my nose pop off. You could do it like the way they did it in uh, Stranger Things, where she had been bleeding through one nostril, and now she bleeds from both. You bleed from both. I think so, and I think I got a great, but I want to push that so far. Plus two. Okay. I think I'm gonna push that to a to a fantastic with. Um, I have forged the blade. I must wield it. So I, I'm considering the. I'm going back to all the lessons of making weapons mm-hmm. with Hector. And just soundlessly, the recollections from a younger time. And uh, I'm placing the, the ball of, that is the hub in my mind as just untempered steel, and I'm going to make it into a weapon. Okay. As you do this, you feel Hub's skin respond, and some of the like grass starts to shed from it, um, and some of the trees shake but do not fall. And the camera zooms out, cuts to the outside, and we see the hub uh, gradually, almost painfully, take a humanoid form, arms and legs forming out of the huge sphere, and a head sort of poking out of the top. And out of one of the arms grows a sword of pure SGM. You have transformed the hub into a giant robot. Congratulations. Does it look Chicks like Goemon? Dying robot. That's up to Emran. Yeah. Would you say this is a weapon to surpass Metal Gear? 
Did you my say all, all these memes? Did you say a metal gear? <laughs> Would you say that my sword could pierce the heavens? Um, probably, but I wouldn't recommend it. What about a burning finger or fist? I mean, SGM usually absorbs heat, so it might not be super good at that. But you could do just like a big fist. <laughs> I'm just gonna smack a lot of things, Matt. You, thank you for facilitating my giant robotness. <laughs> sure, anytime. Okay, on the inside of Hub, this change isn't as alarming as you might think because the core of the hub remains in the chest of this big humanoid form. Um, so you can hear it happening and the sound is horrific, but nothing actually changes in the interior. But uh, you can see on some of the screens hub is set up around to show you the approaching army and show you the lay of the land outside and everything so you know what's going on. You can see one of them is sort of like a selfie screen, a drone that uh, hub has sent out so you can see this happening, the rest of you except Zonin, who is unconscious. I'm sorry, Zonin, that's the consequence. You missed that transformation. Oh, man. Maeve, how are you rallying your troops? I think I want to try another, you know, like big Kerrigan style for the horde holes. Okay. Let's give it a shot. That's also your will. My will. Your will. Okay. With uh, that... Yes, go ahead. Is there any noticeable change if I bump that up with a fate point? If you bump it up to a fate point from superb to epic, then the result will be something epic instead of something superb. So that's up I to you. I will do that, and I will use my aspect Overlord of the Swarm. Okay. What does it look like as every creature in the hub, every insect and arthropod in an anthropod in the hub, suddenly falls into line and responds to your supreme authority. Uh, following the shout, it's going to be a very surreal silence. And if at all possible, I would like their irises to also glow yellow because I am assuming direct control. Sounds good to me. So tens of thousands of these creatures start swarming out of every area in the hub. Are they heading to the surface or where are they going? I think I'm keeping them in reserve in like the vents kind of okay. grab whatever makes it past uh, the giant robot. Okay. An internal line of defense. Yeah, it's going to be uh, alien style. And they have no Sigourney Weaver, so they have no hope. Okay. Keva, outside, you see that now that Hub has been unchained, Hub has been making some modifications to the Express. The Express is now studded with... Remember those stud launchers that you had on your spacesuits. So the Express is now studded with about a dozen of these modified stud launchers taken from the spacesuits, giving it some point defense, some limited offensive capability beyond your manipulation of the force field. But I would think the manipulation of the force field is still going to be your most powerful offensive capability if you are in the ship. Mm -hmm. It's also gotten a paint job. What paint job does it have? Oh, it has a new paint job. I want it to like be kind of like a silver gray and have like the font from Back to the Future. Only instead of saying, you know, like Back to the Future, it says the 88 Express. Okay. On the sides and um, like kind of the front has, Keva would have put uh, the broken sun symbol really big but she's afraid it would make it a huge target. <laughs> so she just kind of put it small on the side 
understated, so like it'd be hard to see if you weren't up close. Okay. Because, you know, don't want a huge circular target. As you take your seat in the captain's chair of the 88 Express, roll your rapport. Oh boy. Oh boy. Okay. You can keep it at that and you'll have control of the ship. Uh, or you can spend a fate point to increase that up to up to fantastic. And you can have capital C control of the ship the way you have at your best moments. Yeah, I will spend one of my fate points to do so. And what are you spending that on, aspect-wise? Um, well, it's a debate between hidden arsenal and if you hurt my friend, I'll hurt you. Because no one's, been, no one's been hurt by the church just yet this session. So I don't know if you can use, because that's more of a reactive one that you've been using it that way. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say team parent, then. Okay. Because Keva's going to try to protect the best she can. Okay. Your hair flows down and hooks into the arms of the captain's chair, and you become the ship and merge with it and feel it as you have felt it before, as an extension of who you are. Zora, you are in charge of the defenses that are made up of people. Oh, geez. Um, first off, because I've been wondering this for like the last 20 minutes, where, where's Carla? Where, would, where do you think Carla is right now? Probably someplace far, far away from here. Where have you sent her? To Exile's End with the heretics? Or have you sent her back to the Gov's Domain? Oh, geez, that would be hard. We need a place where Carla is both comfortable, as, or as comfortable as Carla could be, but also safe. Very... <laughs> so, I don't know. Which of these options is somewhere in the middle there for her? Um, well, at Exile's End, I mean, it's not like she's a high-ranking church operative or anything. So she'll probably be fine there, and the church doesn't know where that is. Whereas if you send her back to Gov's domain, I mean that's that's where the church is. Yeah. Okay. Um, we'll send her with the with the heretics. Okay. I'm sure that'll make a fun story someday. Sora <laughs> looks very very apologetic when she does this. <laughs> she knows this is not heartless thing. All right, so. Zora, you are preparing the, like, infantry defenses, basically. That's right. And they're not here quite yet, right? Some of them are. There are people who have arrived from Exile's End. They're XCOM members. But most factions of the XCOM are not disciplined soldiers or anything like that. Okay. They're just people who don't like the church. Okay. So they could probably use some whipping into shape. And some people are arriving from Sector 3 through the hub. So then in short, I'd probably want to make sure that everyone is on the same page with regards to what our next course of action is. Okay. And then maybe some sort of inspirational speech. Sounds good. All right. Which do you think is the most important part of that? Is it the inspirational speech or getting everyone on the same page? Getting everyone on the same page. Okay. In that case, I think you will need to roll rapport. I don't appear to have rapport. Oh, there it is. Cats. <laughs> uh, okay. This would be a uh, good place to use one of my fate points, right? 
it would be a great place to use one of your fate points. I will use one of my fate points. <laughs> okay. When you use a fate point, you use it to invoke an aspect. Okay. So which of your aspects do you think is appropriate here to increasing your ability to get people on the same page? That is a good question. I'm stirring these down right now. I mean, how much commanding would I be doing as a sort of gov? Probably some. And to become sort of gov, you'd have to have been fairly highly placed in the army to begin with. I think that might be the one that we have to lean on. We're not giving these people a second chance. Me being monstrously strong isn't going to help, and me having an awesomely large blade probably won't help you either. Probably not. (laughs) All right. Okay. Are you going to re-roll or add two to your result? Oh, I I don't think it could get much worse, right? It could get two worse. (laughs) 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 You rolled two zeros and two negatives. You could roll four negatives. I feel like I should you be could knocking. Have a zoning. You don't want a zoning. <laughs> Truly, you, you have one job. <laughs> oh god, oh god! I'm gonna, I'm gonna flip a coin to help me make this decision because if I screw up, I don't want this kind of responsibility. You can also spend. You can also spend more than one fate point if you feel that there are multiple aspects that you could make relevant. I'm gonna do a re-roll. Pray for me. Okay. Good luck. Oh, thank God. Remarkable. Very good. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you got a... Is that good or great? That's good. You're a wizard, Trudy. Thank you. You got a good roll instead. So the people are in good shape. They are mostly clear on what they need to do when you tell them specific things, like you've been drilling, you've been making sure that everybody is aware of who's in charge in the chain of command, and your, you know, your huge size and strength help to cow the people who are less likely to listen but for the most part it's your position as the sword even if they are heretics they still respect what that means and sort of stand in awe of your abilities and reputation awesome okay that's everything the church arrives and uh, Zonin you wake up to find yourself where? Where has the armor taken you? Um, the front lines. Oh, the tip of the sword. Please. Okay. You're standing on the very tip of the giant sword. Is there any way to amplify? Can I amplify my voice so that the troops on the ground can hear and everyone can hear? Mm, everyone? Hub does have a siren. You could probably kit bash that if you tried. Yeah, but. I'd like to do that because I have this stunt that I've never used. <laughs> it's called Demagogue, and I get a plus two when rolling to inspire a crowd. I want to inspire everybody to do a little bit better than they might have otherwise. Okay, what do you say? That's phenomenal. Um, <laughs> right. Um, uh, what do I say? That's a great question. Do you want me to come back? I think. No, no, I give, give me like nine seconds. Okay, okay. I'll figure it out as I go. I say um, to everybody, the time has come. This is the defining moment for us as a people, well, we're humans, right? <laughs> Human yeah. race. And this is our opportunity to stand up, 
to the church to survive and then take this fight to the sun. For those of you who will worry about the dead gods, there is but one God and that is death. And I have met him now several times. And so we ride on into battle and we will emerge victorious. What? And then I do a guitar solo. Okay. You hear the you hear the ghost of Belcamp over your shoulder, smiling approvingly. He's not dead, it's just his ghost is there anyway. Perfect. <laughs> Don't worry, Belcamp is not dead. I just want to clarify. Belcamp and Algar are fine. They're just not here. Okay. Uh alright, do your roll then. Uh, is that a rapport? Sounds like it. Oh, Finally, something that is in the positives. We found our figurehead, guys. That's quite the positives, yeah. The uh, a lot of people start off the speech. They're like, "Who's this? Who's talking? What? Uh, who's that?" But then um, Hub starts putting up some screens around people, like holographic floating screens, showing you standing on the tip of the sword. Like What's... Megabyte in reboot. What pose are you in? Oh, I'm on the tip of the sword. One, like one foot is uh, like elevated up on the tip. Like the sword isn't level, right? It's like slightly up. So kind of like a one foot on a rock and then like the same arm that the foot is up on is like a fist. Just like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, very good. And people see that and they respond to it very well. They take heart and there's like a loud cheer that you can hear even without the benefit of speakers. Uh, across the surface of the hub. Uh, so, Emran, you can see the auditors approaching with their platforms full of church folk, army people. What do you do? They are almost within range. Well, Matt, like the mighty chandelier, I shall send them crashing down to the surface of hub. Without a care whether or not they survive, I will, I will attempt to dislodge the moorings as they come within reach. Okay. Are you aiming to... Are aiming to sever the chains, or are you aiming to hit the actual auditors? I think... I think I'm going to aim for the chains to make sure that we have less bodies to deal with. Okay. Roll your fight. It's fantastic. Alright, let's see how they do with their defense. Oh dear. Okay. Curse you auditors. (laughs) The flock of auditors, as you swing your blade towards them, they are able to not parry your blade so much as fly below it so that your horizontal swipe that was meant to sever the chains ends up going just above the backs of the flying auditors as they fly underneath and they start shooting at you, seeing as, uh, well, they start shooting at Hub, which is you seeing as you're the largest target there. Um, but you do see people on the platforms, if you can see that closely. Some are starting to panic because a huge giant sword wielded by a huge giant person just tried to kill them. And that's pretty scary. Uh, Maeve, how are the defenses on the inside doing? Nobody's breached yet, obviously, but what else are you working on? I'm going to identify, like, the easiest areas that they might use to breach mm-hmm. and start trying to like create choke points. Sounds good. And we will come to that when it comes up. And Zora, you're up there. Keva. Yes. What are you doing in the express? 
So they've got one of those, like, siege platforms that they're pulling. Mm-hmm. Well, they're they're flying, and they're carrying platforms full of people and siege weapons. Okay. So it's not one big structure. It's multiple. Yeah. Every set of four auditors has a platform below them. Okay. So... There are six sets of auditors, so there are six platforms. Okay. Keva is going to try to use the force field to, like, hit the auditors, like, be above them and kind of, like, hit them so that they plummet to the ground. Okay. So you're striking the auditors? Yeah. Ramming the auditors. Okay. So let's use... Your okay, so that is going to be if you're using the field systems and make a systems roll, which means you add your systems or you add the ship's systems, which is plus two, to your rapport or to your athletics, whichever you feel is most appropriate. Okay, rapport because that's a great okay with a two and six. Very nice. Okay, let's see them defend against that. Come on. Yes! Okay, you strike them. You take down one of the platforms. What's on this platform? Is it siege weapons, infantry, or scouts? So, uh, Keva is piloting the 88 Express. And Mm -hmm. she kind of swoops down from above them. And uh, the force field has kind of taken on like a spear shape uh, or a bullet shape depending on how you prefer and the point she kind of flies forward and the pointed end of in in the front of the express comes out and kind of like hits that auditor right in their breastplate and they um there's cracking and electricity if you're close enough to see and they kind of start plummeting, and so does the platform they're carrying towards the ground. Yes, you see the uh, auditor with the one that you, the ones that you struck, having lost power. The ones that are remaining are still trying to at least control the crash of the platform. But the platform slams into the ground, digging up a furrow of sand and digging across the desert. You see people flying off of it in all directions. It's not as bad as it could have been, but there are definitely going to be casualties down there on what's left of that platform. Well, you know, Keva's trying to take them out of commission, not necessarily kill them. She'd prefer that they survive, but you know. That's the trouble with when they're flying, right? Yeah. Okay, and let's see. Uh, The auditors, those that remain, there are five platforms now. They are attempting to just fly very quickly to get to you and to get past those defenses. So they're going to use their athletics. Okay. And um, Emran, you need to defend with your fight or your athletics to attempt to prevent them from gaining the advantage of close approach on you. Because I'm as strong as 10 men, I get a plus two to athletics when I overcome off. No, never mind. This is defending against uh, creating an advantage. So never mind. I will. I think Emran is going to just like just radically reform the surface of Hob into many dozens of protruding spikes that like shoot out at different angles 
to like just make a very unhappy landing experience for them. Okay. With a fight, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. You do so. The auditors are unable to get close enough to you to start unloading their platforms this time. And you are still fending them off, which gives time for more reinforcements to arrive at hub. More people from sector three are filtering in and you start to see another platform rapidly approaching in the distance carried by six auditors. This platform is flying a different flag. It has the seven pointed star on it, but one of the points has been removed. So there's just a six pointed star with this empty spot at the top. And in the place of the spot is, or in place of the top of the star, there is an upraised fist. So it's a punch star, I guess. Like other stars, but punchy. (laughs) All right. The scouts are going to try and create an advantage as well by firing their arrows to create a screen that will prevent you from preventing them from getting to you next round. So the sky fills with arrows as they shoot wave upon wave of arrows, many of which have exploding tips on them towards the hub in an attempt to confuse and blind you. So they have rolled a nine on their shoot skill, and you'll need to defend with, I think this is athletics to defend against shoot. Sure is. Are we going to have to fight in the shade? (laughs) Maybe. Emran almost fights in the shade. (laughs) It's very close. Uh, So the, yep. And this is this is to stop me from interfering with their landing. Yeah. I think I'll just bump it up to even with this might come in handy later and I had found a boulder on the ground. Okay. And I just throw it in I throw it in their direction with my hub hand. Okay. And the boulder takes out most of the arrows that are going to strike you. They do still get that boost on you, the near approach with a tie. So they have uh that near approach, which will make it easier for the auditors to land them next round. Which brings us to Zonin. Now, are there any crazy things I'm unaware of that I could do with this uh, suit? I mean, looking out, you can see that it is not one of the flying ones. So you know that you can't fly, but you can jump real high. You can do big jumps. You can have uh, the usual blasts. You're fully charged. You've got more power in reserve than before because it's a newer model and you've got the whole suit. It's monitoring all your vital functions. It increases your strength, your speed, all that stuff. You're kind of like an Iron Man. Okay. Um, and their flying auditors are heading our way, yes? Mm-hmm. They're trying to land in, on Hub. In what formation? There's five of them, so I guess they're in a spear at the front. We've got the scouts right now. A, a spear? spear like of A flying V. A flying V? Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. <laughs> so, um... Fun fact about Zonin. I don't know if you know this, but he's an avid five-pin bowler. Okay. And so what I'm hoping to accomplish is instead of shooting a ray of energy, somehow make a giant spirit bomb. It doesn't have to be giant, but something where I can hit the first one that'll cause, like, kind of a domino effect uh, out the wings. A chain reaction. Yes. Okay. Uh, you could conceivably make a larger blast by either using both arms at once or by gathering the energy into the lens that can open up inside the chest of the auditor's armor. 
Yeah, I'll do that one. I'll ask, um, you know, I'll take a little bit of spirit energy from all living things. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's the first Kamehameha. I'll, I'll lend you my power. Oh, thank you. Keva puts her hands in the air. Yeah, can I bounce I this one power. off Keva? Because she is pure of heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, let, why can't it be a plus one with me, like, going after him? It's not a physique roll, so I might be okay. It's a shoot roll. That works for me. Are you trying to destroy them or create an advantage where they're in disarray? Um, I would like to destroy them. Okay. Then it's just straight Zonin up shoot. is holding nothing back. Zonin we're, twice dead, they call him. We're going straight. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And we'll see there. Dodge there. I got Point. cut off there, and I was trying to say we're going straight murder children, as in not sexual orientation. I meant like complete. The good news is, Zonin, if you can use one of your fate points, you can still get them because they have managed uh, to roll a one on their defense. Oh, they really zoned it up, didn't they? They sure did a zone in there. <laughs> All right, I'm going to use a fate point. You shall make them. All dead. Yes. I, I'm going to use the fate point uh, to invoke the aspect I've stared death in the face. Okay. I'm just, you know, like five flying auditors, me at the tip of this sword, just ready to like, my God, it, there's no holds bar, not holding back. Okay. It's a wild ride on the tip of that sword too, with Emran swinging it back and forth. Truly. But I'm holding on. Okay. Only minimally throwing up. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's like one of those pirate ship rides that goes back and forth up in the air. The blast strikes the lead uh, auditor. It gets the two that are in the front, and the platform just kind of spills the platform full of scouts towards the ground. You can hear their cries as they tumble towards the earth. The other four platforms continue to approach. Yes, Sonan. No, it's, I mean, it's dark, but at this point, you know, he's seen some stuff, so. That's right. Inside of the hub, Maeve, um, you do know that you have the ability to address everybody. They can probably hear you now if you use hub's uh, communication system. That goes for everybody. You can always try to communicate with them, form big holograms, uh, or do whatever works for you. So what do you want to do inside there, Maeve? You've got choke points covered. You've got uh, firm control over all of these creatures, many of which can fly. Would they survive out of the atmosphere, though? They wouldn't be leaving the atmosphere. They would just be leaving the hub. That's right. Well, you know what? Fly my pretties? Yeah, I mean, the flying ones are probably not going to be super useful in the cramped uh, hub spaces. Okay. So I'm going to, you know, Wicked Witch horde of flying monkeys it up yeah okay the flying horde and what would you like them to do i think i want them to try to target the chains okay so the uh, i guess this is still will you are controlling the flying insects and wielding them as extensions of yourself to get them to go and try and weigh the chains down or try and break them somehow actually you know what i think i want to try to because there's still a bunch of infantry left, right? They don't yep. really have any, like, armored vehicles. There's the siege engines, I think. 
I mean, there's not much I can do against the siege, but I think as far as like all the infantry, I think I'm going to try to bleed them on their way and maybe just have them do kind of like little bombing runs. Okay. The insects fly out and begin harrying the infantry. So let's roll your will. They will defend with their physique because they can't really go anywhere. Okay, we've tied. I will plus two that. Okay, using? Uh, I think I'm just going to use Overlord again. Okay. You use Overlord, and the insects fly in there and begin harrying the infantry. And you see some of the infantry actually jump off the platforms to get away from the flying insects. Um, like, they're not flying super high. Now that they've seen, they can maybe land on the feet of the giant. But uh, it's still a tumble for them, and those people will be out of commission at, at worst. Okay, the auditors are going to try their luck again to land. The remaining four platforms, but one of them is unstable. So the remaining three platforms fly towards you, coming in low and attempting to get into your space. So um, because they are very close to you now, you'll need to defend with your athletics. But don't they know this is my space? They know Tom. Boom. I am a god. (laughs) All right, good stuff. Uh, So they're flying in low towards you, and maybe they think that you can't move your feet. I don't know. How do you fend them off as they fly in? As they start to go in low, Emran just has really odd detached 360-degree radial vision, so he doesn't need to look down as the giant. And just with his mighty feet eyes, he just starts kicking like a very upset child. (laughs) The auditors are thrown into disarray uh, from that attack. Some might say he but, is. Uh, Zora, I want you to roll your physique now. Because suddenly this giant is doing a river dance. Okay. So you are able to hold your ground on the shoulders of the giant, but some of your troops start to slip and slide down the sides, throwing things into disarray. But you yourself are still standing strong. What are you doing or saying to try and keep people safe? Are there people that I can catch hold of? Yeah, sure. All right. That's what I would probably be doing first, trying to make sure that we've got everyone steady back on their feet. Uh, What would that be? uh, Athletics or? You've already rolled your physique skill for this. You don't need to be that granular. Okay. So you start grabbing people and pulling them back up or throwing them back up? Yep. Okay. They are so far so safe. Keva, what are you doing up in the sky? Okay, so are there still four? How many uh, auditors are we still dealing with here? Four? There are still four platforms, which is uh, 16 auditors. But one of them is being thoroughly harried by insects, and the other three are being thoroughly harried by a foot. See, what she wants is to stop people from getting up there. Mm-hmm. So I guess she's going to help out with whichever one is the highest uh, up altitude wise. Okay. We will say that that is number three and she's going to like do the same uh, shield spear formation. Okay. Emron, well, that's happening if you could roll your notice. And so Keva, you're rolling your... The same thing as last time, then? Rapport plus two. Mm-hmm. Yikes. I'm going to re-roll that. Okay, go for it. Use your fate point. And what are you invoking for that? 
This is my dead god. I see through it. Okay. <laughs> All right. And the auditors. Okay. Yeah, I got a superb, which is five. Good. Let's see how so, they defend. Hopefully that's good enough. Mm. Okay. You've currently tied, mm-hmm. which means that you will still succeed, but uh, or so you, you'll either get what you want at a cost, or you will not get what you want. Hmm. I'm going to go for using a fate point to bring it up to two again. Okay. Uh, up so that then it's a seven, which is uh, epic. Sure. And um, I'm going to... I had an idea for what it would be, but I don't know if it's physically possible for the ship to try to shoot part of its force field out. And then the it kind of like detaches and like crackles into them, like almost a little Mega Man shot. Um, you can't remove the force field. You can't remove parts of the force field. Mm-hmm. You could ex- try to extend it in that way, like make a Morning Star style extension. Okay, so I'm um, I'm invoking hidden hidden arsenal. The auditors kind of expect this just pointed spear tip, but they don't expect for it to extend further and kind of kind of go through two of them. And it sets them off balance and uh, another set. Okay. You know, another crash to the ground. Another set of auditors crash. There are three platforms remaining. You've taken down the siege weaponry platform. While that's happening, unfortunately, the set of auditors at the platform that came from a different direction and flew very low to the ground indeed managed to fly up behind the hub and land on the back. And they begin disgorging infantry who start charging towards uh, Zora's defensive position and trying to find a way to breach the hub. Zora, you're still getting your people back on their feet, so we will deal with that in a moment. Got it. Um, So Maeve, you can see this happening. Keva, you can see this happening. All right, so you've got uh, little people crawling all over you. There's not a whole lot you can do about that while you're maintaining the humanoid form and these spikes and stuff. But uh, what do you want to do about these last two platforms, Emran? I think that Emran, hmm, with these last two platforms, they're... Muting. Dog. Gotcha. The last two platforms are the scouts and the rest of the infantry, right? Yep. Well, more scouts and some more infantry, yeah. And this is the infantry platform that Maeve has been bleeding the whole way, right? It is. I think that... Hmm, who goes after me? We will see what makes the most sense. I think it's Zonin. Okay. I think I could either... Devote my turn to giving Zonin a plus one, or I could create an advantage. Can I use Provoke to intimidate the auditors? You can use Provoke to piss them off. All right, they could could fly stupid. I don't know. Could I grab another boulder and throw it at them with shoot? Yeah, you can do that if you want. I think we'll give that a shot. Okay. 
So roll your shoot. Perfect. They will resist epically. Oh! You're very lucky. They've gotten another bad roll on their athletics, and you have tied. So do you want to get what you wanted to cost, or let them get through? Um, I think... What would a... Yeah, I think I'll take it at a cost. Okay. You are able to uh, swat down a group of the auditors with your uh, boulder. However, the cost is that the other platform is able to land on your knee, and the scouts on that platform pour out and begin advancing, attempting to find a way in as well. So you're now covered in many hundreds of church soldiers and the 50-ish defenders on the surface uh, and the, of course, horde of insects will be dealing with them. Zonin. All right. Um, well, what am I looking at from my vantage point? There's a platform that has just got infantry people being assaulted by bugs that hasn't made landing yet. There are two platforms that have landed on the hub and disgorged their complements of army people. And there's uh, the platform coming in the distance that looks like it might be an hour or so away, maybe less. That is your reinforcements. You hope. Okay. I would like to stop one of those platforms of troops that have just landed. Okay. So you're going to land on hub and take the battle to them? Yes. Okay. I think at this point we are going to switch and we're going to do a roll for each person involved in the defense and a roll for each person involved in the attack. I am setting the difficulty for this uh, several hundred strong company of scouts and infantry to get into the hub at, seeing as there are so many of them, I set the difficulty for them to find a way into hub at good. I'm going to set the difficulty to uh, cut down their numbers at great. Okay. Can so, I try something? You can always try something. Is it possible for Matt Damon to change the coloring entirely of the suit? Maybe. I want to impersonate a church auditor and then... Uh, attempt to disorient the troops and, and give them instruction and direction that is counterintuitive. Okay. Uh, that role was not by the auditors, the six that just came up. That was by the infantry. So at Those least for the infantry. So at least some of the infantry have made their way past the defenders and inside the hub. Uh, all right. So you're going to use uh, deception. Truth. Okay. Let's see your deception role. Okay. You want to get to great. You're at good right now. Do you want to try that, or do you want to accept that they see through your ruse, seeing as they knew that only flying auditors were with them? You use my last fate point. Okay. Um, in a, just an attempt to dis, like disrupt the troops, like maybe uh, imposing the aspect disoriented or something. Um, and I will. This will be the, a hat for any occasion. Like I'm changing my appearance in order to dis, deceive people. So I'll bump that up by two. Okay. So you are able to convince, uh, you know, 50 or so scouts that you know the way in and you start leading them somewhere you know is definitely not the way in. And a couple more start following you when they see a big group going that way, like, hey, this guy knows what's up. Let's follow them. We'll get in in no time. Nice. Fools. Foolish fools. <laughs> uh, Zora. That is when I 
Do you want to roll me your fight? Yep. Let's see how you and your troops do at holding back this wave of, of uh, humanity. Okay. You have exceeded the required bar, so you are able to keep out another 50, 60 troops that are trying to get past you and your defenders on the shoulders. What does it look like when Zora wades into an army? She just goes out uh, hacking and slashing, uh, just brute strength, hoping to push people back, uh, not necessarily with power, but with fear of of being hit. Mm -hmm. So make an example of a few and hope that a few draw back. It works spectacularly. Uh, They see you coming and they know who you are because of course they do. You're the sword. (laughs) And many of them are like, oh, she's turned heretic. We have to we have to defeat her. She's been corrupted by uh, the evil that has taken over this god's body and blah, blah, blah. Clearly, there's been some narrative sold to them. Yeah. Um, and they are still charging at you, but others are being beaten back and just thrown off by the force of your swings as you wade into this uh, sea and turn the tide. And your defenders are by your side, obviously not as... Uh, dazzlingly effective as you are but they're there they're making an attempt and they're helping an attempt was made uh mave can you roll your i guess fight for this because you're fighting through your insects or what are you having them do to try and defend the entrance points i think yeah they're definitely fighting okay let's see it okay you're close to the threshold for keeping some of them out i will bump that up Okay. With the fifth point. What are you spending it on? Uh, I think I will just keep going Overlord. Okay. So what does it look like as these infantry and scouts start breaching hub at different points to find what? Uh, I think it depends where they're breaching. I mean, if the if the area is big enough, I think it's going to be a Blitzkrieg. I'm going to have like rhino beetles just slam into them and break formation. And I just have like the rest of the bugs descend. Or if they're trying to creep through vents, it's going to be alien style. Things are just going to start popping out and picking them off. Okay. I'm picturing bug Jumanji. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. So we see like a montage of scenes of various things like this happening. You see like a, a dozen troops forcing their way through a door, all charging. Ah! And then immediately Star Wars style going ah! the other way as a group of rhino beetles start chasing them back out the hallway. You see some scouts creeping into a small vent that they found, and suddenly there are eight glowing eyes ahead of them, and it fades to black. Uh, So you're able to keep a large number of them out as well. Okay, outside, there are still some auditors who have abandoned their platforms. The platforms have fallen to the ground. Those that have survived have gotten up. Some are running towards Hub. Some are running the other way. The battle is still very much going on, and you are still very much outnumbered, even if you are a gigantic robot and a flying spaceship and an auditor. It is difficult to make up for the sheer numbers from these uh, five districts represented in the assault, even if the ones from District 7 look kind of raggedy and sad. (laughs) Same, same, guys. Yeah, I know that feel. So, okay. This battle is ongoing. The things that you are doing, those roles represent your overall success. So you are able to keep uh, the majority of people out, either by Zonin going around, leading them into traps, and uh, the insects keeping them away, Zora's group just scaring them off or fighting away. 
but there are enough people starting to get in to the hub that the inside is starting to become a concern. You've got the insects in there, but the question is, where are you going to focus your efforts on trying to keep more from getting in or from trying to force the ones who are in back out? I think I mean, I'm stopping gonna... them from getting in for me anyway. Sorry. Okay. No, sorry. The same would be said for Zora. She'd be trying to stop more people from coming in. Okay. Agreed. Sounds good. I don't, I don't know if Keva can really like if people have kind of aren't flying anymore. Mm-hmm. There's not much she could do with the ship. No, you could go land the ship and get out if you want. Yeah, so I'm wondering if she might try to like get inside and like help How is somehow. Helping? Yeah, I don't know how that's helping either. I'm just trying to figure out. No, I mean how how is Deg helping? Oh, Deg, oh, yes. I thought you. I thought you were saying how's that helping, and I was like, I don't know. No, every bit helps. I was just curious what Deg is up to. Um, Deg is localized around the like the chest and the belly area. So as soldiers start approaching that, they find themselves snagged in vines and harassed by bunches of tiny mushroom people. His offensive capabilities are very limited, but he can definitely slow people down. And that is contributing to the overall defense. As you see, uh, the central deg shroom, the one that's almost the size of a person, uh, seeming to coordinate these efforts and the vines with eyes and ears and mouths on them that are just really creeping out the people who are getting tangled up in them. You hear lots of screaming and horrid sounds. I also wanted to add, as far as the people that are already inside, Maeve is waiting in like the central lobby, final boss style, as a scorpion tour. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so some people are, uh, some of the soldiers that are able to make their way in are making their way into the lobby. Keva, are you landing the ship and going inside? I think Keva is going to land the ship, but uh, as she lands the ship, she's going to try to land it in a place that will block one of the entrances. Okay. To uh, try to block that off so that then they're um, more channeled towards they'll have to turn back and face some of the... Like, she's picking an entrance that isn't as... like. She's trying to block one of the entrances so that they'll have to go back to other people, like air, more concentrated areas of our guys. Okay. And gals and other people. All right. All people. So you land, uh, and as you do, you get out and you go into an entrance. Uh, the express, uh, the express keeps its field on and you can see people getting to the outside of it and trying to like, attack the force field to get in, but they're not having a whole lot of luck with their swords and arrows and bows. Yeah. Uh, When you're inside, you can see that there are also people in here. So are you going to go and meet up with Maeve to defend uh, the core of Hub? Yes. Okay. So Maeve and Keva, you are in there... Final boss style. Keva, you see that Maeve is a scorpion tour. What do you think of that? Huh. Interesting look. What's Maeve? Maeve can't respond because she's doing that acid beetle thing too. <laughs> Gross. Do I have? Yeah, no, I'll do it. Do I have to roll my physique to hold multiple transformations? Yeah, I think so. Each level of success in physique is a different form you can maintain. Oh, okay. no. 
That's a zero, but... It's not a great start, so you'll have to pick one unless you want to use a fate point. I, you know what? I'll stick to Scorpion Tour. I'm going to save my fate points for when I really need them. Okay. You and Keva are there. There is a large group approaching. They have made their way into the hub. There are about 20, 25 mixed infantry and scouts who have made it through. Some of them are bleeding and bloody. One of them is clearly missing a hand and has quit on a quick tourniquet. They have faced and survived the horrors both outside and inside of the hub to get here. These are the toughest of the tough, the best of the best, and they ready their bows and blades. And seeing you look a little bit hesitant, but then feel like they're renewed. The person in the lead says, there they are, the heretics. Look, even their forms have been corrupted. We have to end them for Gov's sake and ours. Excuse you? (laughs) Then she shoots him. (laughs) Oh, I was going to say, Maeve's not doing the the little spiel. She's just going to, like, lick her teeth and rush them. Okay. You rush them. This is a large group. I'm going to set defeating them as a great task. Uh... So you and Keva may need to work together. Yeah, totally. With your fight skills. I have plus three. For fight, I do too. Okay. Who's going to take the lead? Oh, I guess Maeve took the lead because you rushed in. Yeah. All right. So Maeve, roll your fight and add plus one for the assistance from Keva. And as this is happening, describe what it looks like. Yeah, you got it. You're defeating this group. What does it look like as the two of you defeat this group of hardened veteran soldiers? Can I say that the, um, like, as it goes, like, Maeve is attacking and Keva is like, got her hair out as a shield. So you've got the shield maiden and the scorpion. Mm-hmm. That's really badass. Scorpion queen. <laughs> what does uh, Maeve look like as she wades into this battle? It's really primal and not very graceful because a Maeve in general is pretty new to physical concentration mm-hmm. uh, and wielding this body in general but in particular the scorpion form so yeah it's, it's just kind of body slamming into the group and then just like whack-a-mole style using the pincer tail okay yeah you go through these 25 some of them are are you aiming to wound disable or kill them oh no they're not getting back up okay keva Sorry, got distracted again. And I'm, I'm on push to talk right now. Um, I mean, Keva's doing shield stuff, so that's more defend. Like, pushing them away from her and behind her. And pushing more towards, like, Maeve's defenses. So I guess she's defending and Maeve is eviscerating. Okay. So at the end of all this, there are going to be 25 dead soldiers at your feet and with that the battle that has been going back and forth outside is tipping decisively in your favor you've had much more success than they have over the past several rolls and the reinforcements that are continuing to arrive for you including Denton's group are also turning the tide Den is able to use his speaking skills to sway more people to his cause along with the sheer physical existence of his presence and the fact that the sun is following him right behind uh, as an intimidation factor 
Uh, Emrin, when people are starting to charge up towards your feet, you and Zonin could maybe say something to dissuade them now that you know that the group that made it in is defeated. And you see Denton has arrived. The balance is starting to tip towards you between the casualties and the people deserting on the ground. Emrin will... To, to accentuate whatever Zonin says and functionally providing aid. Uh, you're, the, you're hyping me up? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm your giant hyper. Noise. <laughs> Noise. Noise. You, you can describe what the giant does that... Uh, that you can do you. a b-boy stance. You know, you cross your Never arm. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> <take> it, back. <laughs> it doesn't have it. I've made a mistake. I, yeah, you don't give me the reins. I put it. I, I I grab him with my other hand that was used for boulder boulder throwing, and I, I hold him in the palm of my giant hand. And with the sword, I just jam it into the ground, hmm. and that just oh. causes a huge ripple. There's a big eruption of dirt. People are knocked off their feet and sent flying and screaming away. Are you doing a yeah? That's that pass? that's essentially like no touch feet. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm confused. And then you do the b boy stance. <laughs> And then I spit. I, and then I spit everywhere. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll shout down and say, like, you know, your, uh, like, put down your, what are they using for weapons? Swords, bows, clubs. Swords and bows. Put down your swords, bows, and clubs. Uh, this battle is over. You do not need to meet your maker. Lay down your arms and all will be all right. Okay. Can roll your rapport. You'll need to get a good roll at this point with rapport. Putting pressure on me doesn't help anybody here. (laughs) (laughs) There you did it. With a plus one that succeeds with style. Oh, never mind. Add all the press. With uh, Denton and the forces from Sector 3 behind and this gigantic colossus and the uh, red and green auditor ahead of them and the bodies and wounded littering the ground. All around them, the church's forces look left, look right, look up, way, way, way up, and drop their weapons, surrendering. It's a good life decision for them. It's a life decision for them. (laughs) They chose life. (laughs) It it is the only life decision. What do you do with these people? Throw them at Denton. No. Um, Are you going to let Denton take them? Are you going to try and tell them the truth? Yeah, I, uh, I, I want to try and tell them the truth. Like, I want to gather the surviving troops and, um, oh man, what show is it I'm thinking of where they did this? Is it Game of Thrones? Probably. I mean, Maybe. yeah, they had the Queen's boot. Yeah. I anyway. will add that any mortally wounded people or people that maybe were not uh, able to walk with the rest of the survivors, uh, they may have been taken by bugs to never be seen again. It's possible if you're... These hey, things I'll... happen. All right. So this education stuff is going on over the next few days. Um, Not everybody is convinced, but we'll figure out how many are convinced next season. Percentage die. (laughs) The sun has gotten as close to the hub as it can get. And the question now is, are you going to go there? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And if so, who all is going to go to the sun? You know I got to. I, too, got to. All right. Yeah, I think Keppa's going to have to go. She's got the hair. 
Actually, someone's going to take a vacation. Now that I really think about it. <laughs> I'm retiring in, sit- in Sector 3. In Sector 3, it's far nicer than Sector 7. That's the sector we're from already. <laughs> yeah, I know. I said what I said. The place is a crap hole. Zora's uh, come this far. She might as well go all the way. Maeve, how about you? Oh, of course. I got to see all the, the good stuff they got in there. Mandukai, having returned, says she's going as well. But Denton and Lean are not. Denton tells you as you are meeting up to determine who's going to the sun. He says, I am needed more here to rebuild something out of this. The governors will still have kept their own defensive forces back in the domain, and the people there require care. I may be a monster, but what I have done has been, in my mind, to better this world, and I will continue that work for now. And Lean rolls her eyes and says, and I'm gonna try and make sure that he doesn't kill too many more people while we're at it. Yeah, I think we should try to stop the killing for ever. Yeah, Emran just looks at them both and says, Remember, it's not a reconquest. From now on, we rehabilitate. Denton looks at you for a long time and then nods. I, I don't have my mask on as well. I just yeah. he, he look at what you did. For a long time and eventually nods and says, I will do the best that I can. And when you return, you may hold me to account. No, you're going to do better than you can. Then, then looks like he's going to dispute the logical aspect of that, but then just sighs and shrugs, as you say, Kavajarma. Maybe we'll try to stealthily wipe the blood of her claws onto the red parts of her dress, still mm-hmm. in the scorpion form. So how are you going to get to the sun? You know of two ways now. The one way is you can take the ship and hope that you can find somewhere to land. The other way is you can register as dead and go through a shrine. Oh. Quick, zone and stab me. <laughs> sure! <laughs> when do you suspect something with us wearing our spacesuits? It depends if you're wearing spacesuits when you go through or not. If you go through the shrine and make yourselves register as dead somehow, MP informs you that you will end up in a vault and you may be like in stasis of some sort, but you will be in somewhere that has life support. Whereas if you fly in on your ship, you will need to bring your spacesuits and you will not be able to take the spaceship very far into the station because it's not big enough to accommodate a ship flying around in there. This goes so against a lot of what I believe in, but maybe we should split up. You mean some of us pretend to be dead and the others enter loud? Yeah. Well, who would you want going where? I can't decide that, but what if we get in there and then people are asleep and then you don't wake up? MP says, if you bring me with you or let me take the ship, I can activate my people on the inside to get you out of stasis. That's a lot of trust, MP. 
I know it is, but it's an option on the table. Someone can come with me if you'd like. That's... I wouldn't mind. If it gets me in, I'm in. Make your choice. I'm available for whatever you need. I would have to leave this stasis route regardless. I can't really use the full extent of my capabilities inside the suit. How's that feel, by the way? Electric. Emran makes his sword crackle with electricity. <laughs> uh, honestly, like, I'm at a loss for what Keva would do. How about Zora? Zora really is ambivalent. She'd go either way. Okay. Mandukai favors taking the ship up and going in hot. Lean and Den, oddly enough, both counsel you to take the opposite route. Hub also says, I trust MP as far as that goes. But the final decision is yours, as the risk is yours as well. MP, what would you counsel the rest of us do? So one of us goes with you awake, and once your people are activated, we bust the rest out of the fridge. I think that's the safest route. I think it'll get you closest to your goal. You don't have to send someone with me. That's only if trust is an issue. But I just need to tell you, I'm committed. I'm committed to whatever you feel you need to do up there. You represent the people who have been wronged on this station. I like the idea of sending somebody with him awake. I as well. I can do it. Well, I was going to volunteer as I've died before, but I've never gone to the afterlife alive before. Do you all trust Zonin? But Zonin, the problem with that is practically, I guess I'd be better off because I could integrate with some of the robotics up there. So could I. I could break it, but you could talk to it. Yeah, that's... Well... I'm the only one of us four that looks like I might fit in going up there. He is pretty pale. Will the suit be able to help Zonin breathe in the areas that don't have the support? It's possible. I mean, the suit can, like he did before, go over his auditor suit. If he wants to put his Matt Damon flesh suit on top of his (laughs) auditor armor. And I do. So you're saying that people up there are paler? Yeah, the station's full of white people. Okay, P- Kevin's just pretty like... Which is why I want to destroy it. <laughs> like, nothing personal. <laughs> nothing personal to my white folks, but... <laughs> I mean, so could Dave, technically, then. Unless those white people aren't also... They're mostly not people. vampires. Uh, at least visually. Definitely vampires, uh, I mean, you know, culturally. quite literally vampires, though. Yeah, culturally, morally... <laughs> Ethically, financially. Blood-sucking rich people, yeah. Maybe we can do both. I'm going stealth. Okay, a vote. Let's hear a vote. Who wants to go in with the ship and try and force your way through all the layers to the center? Zonin does want to go that route. Anybody else? Okay. Who would prefer to probably take some concoction whipped up by Aline and Maeve to make your bodies pass as dead and go into stasis? and be extracted by people on the platform. Against Emran's better judgment, you would prefer a more direct solution, but he's certain we would get vaporized. Okay, that's Emran and Maeve. What do Zora and Keva feel? How are they voting? I think Zora would lean more to this plan. Okay. Um, I guess Keva would vote for the sleeper 
plan, but she still very strongly thinks that she should be the one that goes with MP to uh, use her talents. Are you willing to be separated from the rest of the group for that long? Oh, see, that's that's hard because I'm thinking that part like partly in her head, it might be like, oh, I'm protecting them and that sort of thing. But then also there is the practical side of just Keva being alone and freaking out. Who does the group think will be better at handling being alone? Alternately, you can let Mandikai do it. Mandikai is very scary. I, I don't want her to do it because she would just not handle it well. She might. Also, in case there's spooky stuff in there, we want Mandikai kind of kicking butt. Erin is good at being alone, but I don't know that my skill set is good at infiltration. It wouldn't result in catastrophic system failure. So the question is between Keva and Zonin, who's going to be better at handling being alone? I mean, I'm yeah, I don't know. lonely millionaire. <laughs> yes. I'm just a lonely millionaire. You've also got the option of... And I'm never really it. alone with Matt Damon. You've got your, your AI friend. True enough. I mean... I guess part of it would depend on what the others would think, because if the others told Keva, no, go the sleeper route, she would listen to them. What do the others say to Keva? Go the sleeper route? I guess go the sleeper route. Zonin's demonstrated that he's a magnificent liar, and Emran looks pointedly at him. (laughs) With his blind eyes, accusing silently, because he's bad at confrontation with people he cares about. I guess Kevo would just sort of like be like, okay then. You can do it, Zonin. I believe in you. Okay. So I'm going to do a bit of a narration of the end here. Zonin and MP, you take the Express 88 as quietly as it can be, which isn't that quiet, but still, and fly towards the sun. There's a big hole in the side from the most recent explosion of an auditor. And that's where you set the stage. The rest of you go to City 3 with Lean and Dem. And Mandikai's there as well. You take the herbal preparation that Lean and Maeve put together and enter into a state much like death. At which point you are loaded into the shrine like being put into a human torpedo and one by one you are taken up to the sun there to wait in stasis until MP's team can get you out to deliver whatever you choose to deliver to the denizens of the orbital weapons platform that became your broken sun and that's the end of season one of splinters of a broken sun Thank you for joining us. And thank you to all of our players and all of our listeners as well. Even me? Even you. (laughs) No! (laughs) You have been a source of constant evil. (laughs) You're clutching through the map for guiding us. You mean it? (laughs) Of course, I love you all. I love you all, too. Big love all around. You guys, space squids. Space Space squids. Space squids. See you in season two.
See you when we're different characters, but functionally the same. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to be pulling a very drastic shift. Probably not, but maybe. Are you going to turn coat? Good good to know after Um, everyone just trusted you with their lives. Yeah, seriously. Who knows? I'm a a wild card. You can't peg me down, man. Zonin, I will kill you. (laughs) Um, Make no mistake about that. The hostile work environment. I thought for sure you were going to close with a passage from Romeo and Juliet when when everyone takes yeah. the poison to look like they're dead. Happy dagger, I will be your sheath. Yeah, yeah. We stab. Come it. bitter conduct, come unsavory guide. Something like that. I don't remember. You know how I feel about Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, it's the worst. It's the freaking worst. It is. It is. I'm not a big Shakespeare guy, but I'm a big hater of Romeo and Juliet with one very clear exception. West Side Story. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm going to end the recording.